Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Questioning Pornography podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Alexander. And today we're going to be doing a bit of a different podcast episode. We want to just take a few minutes today to offer a tribute to Gary Wilson and talk about his work. Gary Wilson was a really key figure in educating people about the harmful effects of pornography. And he sadly passed away a couple days ago on Thursday, May 20th, 2021. But he left behind quite a legacy, I think, and we want to talk about that legacy today and encourage you to look at his work if you haven't yet done so. So from my perspective, I think what Gary Wilson did was he really helped pave the way for talking about pornography's harmful effects from a science-based perspective and a public health perspective. Essentially, having conversations about pornography that transcend ideological borders. As I've gotten more involved over the past couple of years in circles that talk about pornography's harms, two types of people are very strongly represented. You have the Christians and you have a category of anti-porn feminists who call themselves radical feminists. And both radical feminists and Christians often have very legitimate criticisms to make about pornography, so I'm not trying to belittle those groups at all. But as it happens, Gary Wilson was neither a Christian nor a radical feminist. He was simply someone who was looking at the evidence and was able to identify that porn is causing a lot of damage in society. And it's causing damage regardless of what ideology or what religion you're coming from. And the approach that Gary Wilson then took in educating people about porn's harms was very research-based, very science-based, and I think in that way he was able to resonate with a lot of people who otherwise probably wouldn't have considered the issue. So personally, I find Gary Wilson to be an inspiring figure because Alexandra and I also are not Christians or radical feminists, but we too just think that porn is a problem and is causing a lot of damage. And we want conversations about porn's harms to be something that can transcend ideological or religious lines. And Gary Wilson's work has had a significant role to play for both of us in how we've started thinking and talking about the issue of pornography. So, Alexander, do you want to start us off by sharing your early experience of interacting with Gary Wilson's work through watching the TED Talk? Yeah, I saw his TED Talk, uh, I guess, over a decade ago, and it really struck me how, I mean, he's very science-based, but from that science, he's able to distill it into really intuitive, conceptual ideas. I think the one that resonated with me and, you know, is such a strong signal that this is at least something we need to be thinking about a lot is the analogy to sugar um, and his, you know, framing us as coming out of hunter gatherers who are trying to satisfy certain desires, such as the need for calories and the, the desire to reproduce. And so when you make that connection of, hey, now that we live in a in a world where calories are so easily accessible, you know, we have the obesity epidemic. And in the same way, the desire for sex is just as strong, if not stronger, many times. And in, you know, in the exact same way as calories and sugar, we just have a complete availability of sexual novelty in the form of internet pornography. And so I think even without looking at the research or the details or, or hearing anecdotes about 
people's problems of which there are so many that connection should be enough to make people stop and think and I think his the way that he you know his tone that he takes in the TED talk I think also struck me just you know the way he lays out these problems in such an intuitive way um and he goes much further than that but I think that's what caught the attention of of me at, at that young age when I first saw it um and so I think that was just a brilliant way to frame the problem and get people thinking about it and it definitely worked on me it was a the experience of watching that TED talk, I, I mean, I went back and watched it probably every like four years, I would just kind of remember it and then have the urge to go back and watch it because uh, I mean, it was a problem that I was living through for one. And I was, you know, seeing the effects of in different ways. Uh, I remember probably five years after I saw the TED talk, I saw a play where there's it was made by mostly young girls and they wrote the play as a group and much of it was them talking about their early sexual experiences and the effect that porn had on informing their sexual experiences through, yeah, by way of influence of the boys seeing things in porn and then reproducing it in their sexual experiences with girls. So I know I was reminded of it then, and then I got I would be reminded of it again, and I would be constantly telling people about it, and many people would watch it and, and say it had a similar effect on them that it had on me. So. Yeah, I think it's just a, a it was a really important starting point for me. And I, it was probably a starting point for a lot of people of taking this problem seriously and and thinking about possible solutions or next steps. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that experience. And I definitely agree that Gary Wilson's TED Talk is worth watching. So if you have 15 minutes to watch it, I, I'll drop the link for it in the show notes and feel free to check it out. And yeah, as Alexander mentioned, he goes into a lot more detail on some of these specific problems that pornography consumers can experience. And he goes into even more detail on them in his book, which he titled Your Brain on Porn. So if you want to really dig into it, definitely pick up a copy of Your Brain on Porn. He'll talk about, uh, for example, how for many young men, porn is causing them to have erectile dysfunction or other sexual problems because their brain becomes conditioned to becoming aroused through porn and it doesn't work the same way when it tries to get aroused by the usual uh, foreplay with an actual sexual partner, right? He'll talk about, in the book, the neuroscience behind addiction and the neuroscience behind certain problems like porn consumers finding themselves escalating to more and more extreme or deviant porn that actually repulses them but is the only thing that can get them off after being desensitized to the other stuff that they started out watching. And he'll go through a lot of mental health problems that can come with pornography consumption. And one of the things that's so great about the book is it's it's it explains everything from from the science, the neuroscience and all of that. But it also is just sprinkled through it with anecdotes from porn consumers. So it kind of has that balance of real life testimony and then the research, which I think just really drives the point home. So I definitely recommend the TED talk and the book. But when it comes to me and how Gary Wilson's work has been most helpful and impactful for me, I really think that it was the research archive that he set up on his website, Your Brain on Porn, which did the most for me. Essentially what he did on that website is he collected all the scientific studies out there that have explored porn's harmful effects, and he categorized them by topic of what kind of harm we're talking about. And then so he just had them all available on a single page on his website, and it was stumbling on that page 
that first made me realize just how much research actually existed on porn's harmful effects. So to give a few examples of what I read when I stumbled on that website page, over 40 studies link porn use to sexual dysfunction. Over 80 studies link porn use to less sexual or less relationship satisfaction. Over 85 studies link porn use to poor mental emotional health, poor cognitive outcomes. Over 40 studies link porn use to unegalitarian attitudes towards women and sexist views. Over 100 studies link porn use to sexual aggression, coercion, or violence. And the list of these studies went on, and again, I'll drop the link for that page in the show notes, but I just remember about two years ago, almost two years ago, looking at all those lists of studies after stumbling upon this website, and I was just thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to need to dig into this. There's a lot to read here. And that's that's still what I'm doing to this day. I'm still reading through all the studies that are out there, and I'm still learning and still refining my understanding of many of these issues. But the point is that it was simply seeing how he had categorized that on his webpage and seeing at a glance what kind of research was out there and the extent of the research that was out there. It was just realizing that there was so much research out there at my fingertips that really motivated me to start learning about the pornography issue and to start talking about it with other people. So that's one of the big reasons why I'm here today with you on the podcast and probably one of the reasons why Alexandra's here with you because it was us talking about it together that that um, that really got this initiative initiative going. Yeah, I, I think whenever you have someone who, at least for a lot of people, is the one kind of raising the alarm, I'm sure there were people doing this work before him, but he, he was able to access a, a larger audience and alert a lot of people to this to this issue. And I think, you know, for all the work he did and all the people he helped who were actually suffering from this problem, he also inspired a lot of people like Lily who are now working on this issue. And I think that's, you know, just as important and is really going to magnify the amount of good that, that he was able to do um, in his lifetime. Yeah. And even after his life, as you talk about him inspiring other people to do similar work, it's obviously having a multiplying effect and continuing to bear fruit, so to speak, even after he's no longer around to continue that work himself. So I totally agree. Thank you for that thought, Alexander. And actually, it reminds me of something I just wrote last night to Gary Wilson's wife when I was writing her an email to express my condolences. I told her about how... Okay, so, so just some backup for the audience's information. Alexander was the one who convinced me to start the podcast. I had been doing a lot of research into pornography and I was starting a lot of conversations about pornography through various mediums, but he was encouraging me to to turn that into a podcast. I was rather intimidated by the idea. It took him a while, but he finally convinced me. And when he did so, he encouraged me to just set short-term goals. So set your one-month goal, set your six-month goal, set your one-year-long goal. And... Alexander, do you remember what what you suggested to me as my one-year-long goal? I don't remember. So you said, maybe your one-year goal could be getting an interview with Gary Wilson. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So I, I, I told that to Gary Wilson's wife when I was writing her, just because she, she was asking about the podcast, and I thought that might make her smile, you know? 
And I said, oh, well, of course, that's not possible anymore that we can have your husband on the podcast. But there's no doubt that he has, first of all, influenced the podcast conception. And second of all, will be influencing its continuation and the kind of things we're talking about on it because I learned so much from him and, and, and the way he made the research available to me that will continue to inform our discussions on this podcast. So, so I absolutely agree that his work during his lifetime has by no means ceased to bear fruit. It's continuing to multiply and continuing to to inspire other people, many, many other people, not just me, obviously. I'm probably the least significant of those people with the, uh, the smallest reach. But the point is that his work has by no means ended and I'm very grateful for what he accomplished during his lifetime. I'm very grateful for the continued ripple effect that's going to have. And it is, it is a great loss to society that he has gone.